Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, guys, I may just have to make this a permanent part of my introduction, but if you listen to any of my episodes, you might know that you may hear some language in some of these episodes, and if you have small kids around and that bothers you, you might want to just pop in some headphones before we get started. Today's episode is super significant to me because today is episode number 11. And 11 may not seem like a super huge deal. I listen to a lot of podcasts and several of the podcasts that I listen to have well over 300, 400 episodes. One of the podcasts I listened to actually just celebrated her thousandth episode. So 11 doesn't sound like a very big deal, And 11 also seems like kind of a weird number to celebrate, but I am celebrating it and I am going to tell you why. Getting to the place where I finally made the leap to actually hit record on the very first episode I ever recorded really took a lot. I had to reach a point where I believed I could actually do it. I had to get over the mindset that I had to make sure it was going to be perfect before I ever started. A lot of people start podcasts. It's actually crazy to me how many podcasts are out there. One set of statistics I found said there's something like three or four million podcasts out there. However, only somewhere between 18 and 20% of people who start a podcast, ever make it past episode number 10. Only 18 to 20% of podcasts ever reach episode number 11. And that's why I'm celebrating this win. Because this episode puts me in that 18 to 20%. With this episode, I've reached a place that only one out of five people who start a podcast ever reach. I've made it past 10 episodes. Even more than that, another statistic shows of the podcasts that make it past a 10th episode, only 21.5% of those people 
have consistently released one episode a week, even through the initial 10 or 11 episodes. And if you've been following me, you know I've released not just one, but two episodes every single week. But that means that less than four and a half percent of people who start a podcast make it past episode 10 and also have released consistent content every single week. And so today, with the release of my 11th episode, I am officially a part of that four and a half percent. So I'm celebrating that. 11 may not sound like a flashy milestone. It's not a year. It's not episode number 300. It's not episode 1,000. It's not a milestone number of downloads or Apple podcast reviews, but it's a milestone worth celebrating because very few people actually hit it. Because what I've learned over the past few months is that this is actually really hard work. From coming up with ideas for what I want to talk about, to writing up a simple outline, to recording and then editing and then sometimes re-recording when I realize in editing that my microphone cut out halfway through and I only caught half of what I said, and then listening back through the episode once I'm finished editing to make sure everything's actually there and it sounds mostly how I want it to sound, and then finally publishing it, it can take me up to six hours to fully create and produce a 25 or 30 minute episode. That's a lot of work. And I committed to releasing two episodes per week because I want to hit 50 within six months and I want to hit 100 within a year. And I followed through on that commitment and I've hit a milestone that I'm really proud to celebrate. Even though it sounds small and even though I've only been releasing episodes for about a month. In the past, I probably wouldn't have celebrated something like this so early in the process because it's not a flashy milestone. And I wouldn't have felt like I really deserved to celebrate something that seemed so insignificant. I do have really big goals with this podcast. Like I said, within 12 months, by the end of 2023, I will have released over 100 episodes. And at the six-month mark, right around the time I'll be turning 41, I want to start interviewing some really cool people on the podcast. And I know that in order to, in order to even be able to ask some of these people to come on a podcast, I need to have a certain number of people who are actually listening to the podcast. And I need to have a slightly more sophisticated setup than a desk surrounded by pillows and squares of foam insulation. And even getting to that point feels like a way bigger milestone than episode 11. But something I've learned over the past couple of years is that you have to celebrate the small wins on the way to the big wins. Because it's never ever about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about the things you accomplish on the way to the destination, the things you learn, the ways you grow. If you reserve your celebration for the destination at the end, 
you're stealing the joy and excitement from yourself that you're supposed to have on the journey. And then you're going to get to the destination and you're going to find yourself really feeling let down because you spent so long postponing your joy, not allowing yourself to enjoy every step along the way and celebrate yourself as you go, that you realize you don't even know how to enjoy the destination when you get there. Because what you've done is you've attached happiness to a destination, to an end result. And there's a couple reasons this doesn't work. It doesn't allow you to actually feel real happiness, real fulfillment. The first reason this doesn't work is because whatever long-term goal you've set for yourself, whatever ultimate destination you've decided you want to get to, you don't get there overnight. It takes a lot of tiny little wins along the way to get you there. And you need to be able to celebrate those little wins because it's going to give you the confidence and the motivation to keep moving in the direction you want to go. I was watching my 14-year-old's basketball game this past weekend. He has a pretty good team. I think his team is actually the only team in the league that's currently undefeated this season. But the game started out a little rocky. The other team took an immediate lead and pretty much maintained the lead for the majority of the game. For the most part, our team was playing really well. It's not like we were having a terrible game or anything. We were just getting outplayed. We had one particular player on the team that had a phenomenal game. I think by the time the game was over, he alone had scored like 21 points. And if you've ever played or watched basketball or any sport, you know that when you're on the court with your team or on the sideline cheering, every single point is celebrated, especially when you're down. The bigger the obstacle you have to overcome, the bigger hill you have to climb, the more you celebrate every single two-point shot, every single free throw, every single turnover. And the harder your celebration is for every single thing that goes your way, the more high fives you give, the more slaps on the ass you get, the higher you jump and cheer, the more fired up you get to keep pushing forward. The more motivated you are to keep trying to close the gap between where you are and what your goal is. So with 27 seconds left on the clock, our boys were down by just one point. We took possession after a rebound and the kid who had scored 21 points for us over the course of the game, he was the one with the ball. He saw Eli, Eli's my kid, and Eli was wide open at the three-point line and without hesitation, he fed him the ball and, and he swished the three-point shot. So now there's 15 seconds on the clock and we're up by two. We force a turnover and then Eli gets fouled. So he gets a couple of free throws. He makes the first one and then he missed the second, but that puts us up by three. And we ended up winning the game by three points. And after the game was over, everybody celebrated Eli for the points that won the game. But his last four points wouldn't have won the game 
if the rest of the team hadn't scored all the previous points to keep the game as close as it was. You don't win a game by pulling off a last-second three-point shot or a last-second free throw if you haven't put any points on the board up until then. And the player who scored the most points on our team probably could have taken and made that game-winning shot. He could have been the one celebrated for the game-winning shot, for the points that won the game. Because that's what most people notice, the big, flashy, goal-hitting shot at the end. And that's what people want to celebrate. But after the game, I made sure this kid knew that his efforts throughout the entire game were just as incredible and worth celebrating as that final shot that tipped the scoreboard in our favor because without his consistency throughout the entire game, Eli's shot at the end wouldn't have mattered. But that's what's really interesting. As an athlete, you inherently know this. As I watched these boys play, they knew this. They played this out and they demonstrated it perfectly. The way you mentally keep yourself in a tough game is to celebrate every single point along the way. If the boys hadn't been cheering each other on the way they had every single time one of them scored or forced a turnover or got a rebound, they would have lost the motivation to keep pushing so hard. If you're a sports fan, you've seen teams that you know, if the game is close, they're going to lose every single time. I'm a Husker football fan. I know this painful reality all too well. But you've also seen teams that always seem to pull off a win, even when it seems completely impossible. And at least the Husker volleyball team knows how to do this. And the biggest difference between a team that seems to always have close losses and a team that always pulls off the close wins is their mindset. It's how they celebrate themselves and each other every single step of the way. It's how they hype each other up, how they get excited, how they just seem to know, no matter how far down they are, that they're going to pull it off. And they remind themselves how close they are to reaching that goal every single time they celebrate. So the first reason you need to intentionally celebrate the small wins on your way to the big wins is because your chances of ever reaching that big win go up dramatically when you do. Which brings us to the second reason you need to celebrate the small wins. And that's because that big goal that you've set, it's not the ultimate destination. Because what are you going to do when you get there? You're going to look around from a completely new position with a completely new perspective. And suddenly you're going to see another goal you want to go for. One you didn't see before from your more limited earlier perspective. And what are you going to do then? Are you going to withhold celebrating the first big goal because suddenly you've seen a bigger one? Because if that's what you've been doing this whole time, you've conditioned yourself that you couldn't celebrate until you reach the final destination. That's the habit you've created for yourself. 
the habit of telling yourself you don't deserve to enjoy the celebration until you hit some far off distant goal. But that far off distant goal will keep getting moved further and further out. And because of that, you'll never actually hit it. So you'll never have anything to celebrate, which means you'll never find joy. You'll never actually find the happiness. Because if you reframe your goal, it doesn't matter what your goal is. It could be a business goal, a financial goal, a family goal, a material goal. It doesn't matter what the goal is. The reason you have that goal is because you believe it's going to provide you with some form of joy or happiness. And yet far too often, we actually rob ourselves of that very joy, that very happiness, because we lose sight of what that goal really represents to us. The goal itself is never about a final destination, because if you make it about a final destination, you'll never get there. You'll get to the place you think it is, and you'll see another better destination further down the road. And you'll do this forever and ever and ever because there's never an end of possible destinations. Pursuing a goal is about all the little steps you have to take on the way to the goal. It's about the things you learn, the challenges you overcome. It's about learning about yourself, learning your strengths and your weaknesses, learning what lights you up, growing into a better, smarter, stronger, more aligned version of yourself. And it's about finding the joy, the happiness, which is what you ultimately want. But it's about allowing yourself to find it along the journey rather than forcing yourself to wait for an end destination that's never going to actually come along. So today, I am celebrating the hell out of myself because this is episode 11. And I'm so damn excited that I've put myself in the 4.5% of people who have started a podcast and made it to this point. And I want you to look at whatever goal you're working toward, and I want you to celebrate your milestones too, because that's the whole entire freaking point of all of this, and because you deserve it. And now I want to know, how are you going to celebrate yourself? How are you going to celebrate whatever milestones you've hit this week on your way to whatever goals you're working toward? So take a screenshot of this episode, share it in your stories, tag me and tell me, number one, what's the goal you're currently working toward? And number two, what are you going to do this week to celebrate some milestone you've hit on your way to that goal? I have decided I'm going to be doing a giveaway at the end of every single month. In January, I gave away a $50 Amazon gift card. I haven't decided what February's giveaway is going to be yet, but in order to be entered into the giveaway, all you have to do is screenshot an episode and just follow whatever directions I give you at the end of the episode, or I'll also post opportunities 
on the Instagram page, either my personal Instagram page or the podcast Instagram page for different opportunities to enter into the drawing. And for every episode you share or every time you enter on one of the Instagram posts, I will put your name on the list to be put in the drawing. And so you can literally have multiple entries into the drawing. So for every episode you share, your name will go in. And for every every post that I share that has an opportunity to get entered, if you follow those directions, you can get entered another time. So you can literally have multiple opportunities to get your name in the drawing several times. So again, take a screenshot of this episode, share it in your stories, tag me, tag the podcast, both are in the show notes, and tell me, number one, what's the goal you're currently working toward? And number two, what are you going to do this week to celebrate some milestone you've hit on your way to that goal? And I can't wait to hear how you are going to celebrate this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.